Jeremy Rockcliffe is the last Liberal leader still in power in Australia, but the Tasmanian Premier is prepared to put his position and minority government on the line. He's written to two former Liberal MPs turned independents, urging them to support a new agreement which would forbid them from supporting Labor and Greens amendments and motions, or he'll consider all options, including an early election. The Premier has given the independents a deadline of March the 5th. One of them is John Tucker. Welcome back to Drive. Hi, Andy. The Premier wants a new agreement with you and your fellow independent, Lara Alexander, to maintain this uh, minority government. Let's just take a step back for a moment. What happened to the agreement that you uh, were part of that was drawn up in May last year? Nothing's happened to it. It's still standing. Um, Lara and myself have um, religiously complied with it. Um, So we don't have a problem with the agreement, Lara and myself. Um, but obviously the Premier does and he wants to renegotiate. But, I, yeah, Lara and myself are quite happy with the agreement that was drawn up back in May. I guess just like the AFL is very happy with the agreement they drew up with the Premier. Yeah, well, indeed, under that May agreement between you and the government, the $715 million AFL stadium proposed for Hobart's uh, Macquarie Point requires approval of Parliament before it can be built. But in the meantime, the government's announced this $70 million high-performance AFL training base. Does that, in your mind, constitute a breach of your agreement? Um, I think it's a breach of the decisions of Parliament because this, that decision's now in the POS process. And that's where the issue I have with both of the two issues that I've brought up in my letter back on the 4th of January. One was with the abattoirs and the other one was with the training centre. Now, the abattoir one seems to have been, how do you say, in his letter has changed to where we were in the parliament. But the minister before that was saying different to what she's saying now with the Premier. So um, just, just with the CCTVs, uh, that, that is yeah. uh, the call. You want more transparency in Tasmanian abattoirs. Of course, the technology could be installed tomorrow if the government really wants to do this. So what are they offering instead? Well, what was first of all what came out after we moved, I moved my motion and was supported unanimously in the parliament The minister then decided to set up a task force and came out and said that the task force would decide um, when the CCTV footage was to be put in um, and if it was to be put in and if there was going to be random independent audits. Now, under that motion that I moved, that was to be done immediately, as soon as possible. So there's a big difference there. Also, the big difference there was that it was to be reported on March the 5th, which they're now agreeing to, but they um, changed that date to March the 30th, I think it was, or the 31st. Um, So that was the big difference with that. So she wasn't following a motion that was passed unanimously in the parliament, number one. Number two, with the POS process, with the training facility, that's the, why, why are we putting the cart before the horse? If we don't have a stadium to build, if that doesn't pass both houses of parliament and we don't get a team because we don't build a stadium, What's the point in having a high-performance training centre? Who's going to blink first here, you or Jeremy Rockliffe? Because at one take, this could be seen as playing chicken and obviously Mr Rockliffe can hold the Tasmanian electorate to ransom as he's threatened. Yep, that's correct. So who's going to blink Uh, first? Well, I'm not going to budge on what I've said there because I believe in the Westminster system and I believe that Parliament is supreme when we're in Parliament 
and that ministers and a Premier um, cannot change decision, decisions of Parliament once they've been made. So, as for the Labor and Greens amendments and motions that the Premier doesn't want you to support, how are you going to play the first iteration of these? You're talking now about the agreement? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm not prepared to accept what he's put forward in the um, letter, and I've said that today, that I'm not just going to be a rubber stamp for government decisions. So what I'm saying to the go- to the Premier is, extremely happy to sit down and to negotiate, um, but you better come back with your 2.0 for your negotiations if that's what you want to do with this agreement. But in saying that, Lara and myself are very happy with the agreement that we signed back in May with the Premier. It is only the Premier that is not happy with the agreement that we signed. Playing this through, how likely do you think he'll call an early uh, election? And is that threat, uh, does that threat have power because uh, he thinks that you and Lara have a weak position for re-election? Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to crystal ball something like that. Um, the decision of calling an election is with the Premier. Um, if Malara win our seats at the next election, if he calls it early, that's fine. If we don't win our seats, we're accepting of that as well. That's the public opinion and we'll stand by that decision. Tasmanian Independent MP John Tucker, always good to talk to you. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Thanks, Andy.